It's another episode of the Bench Mob Podcast. We are back. This is episode 111. We are here to have a conversation about finances, man. What we doing with our money, how we spending our money, doing it wisely. Of course, we got the whole squad here tonight and a guest. Our first guest of this new season. Our first guest of us being live. We're going to start off introducing him first. We got Doach. In the building, one of my mentors, one of the people I grew up with, and West Orange, and one of the people that actually coached me. Doach, how you doing tonight? I'm doing well, bro. Um, thanks for having me, Antonio. I really appreciate it. No doubt. Of course, you know we are joined by Miles, smooth operator. How you doing? I'm doing good. I'm feeling good. And we got CJ Money Bags. Of course, finance, you gotta have money bags when I have this conversation. <laughs> money bags, how you doing tonight? Doing well, man. Ready to chime in and, and get it going. And of course, we got Greg, Mr. Hot Takes, debate your mother, sends me in the building. How you doing tonight? No, I'm, I'm smiling ear to ear right now because I got something for Miles this show. <laughs> I got something for Miles. I got something for the first zero and D player of all time, Ben Simmons, <laughs> KD, on some goat, you know, some goat stuff. Like, Come on, bro. I got something. Next, I got something for y'all today. Next episode, of course, we're gonna touch on that. But um, before we even continue, we gotta give a shout out. Y'all can't see right now, but y'all see in the uh, you know when we shout her out. We got Holy Toledo in the mm-hmm. building right now, mm-hmm. taking photos. Like we really going to the next level, bench mob. Like we doing this. Y'all don't see no other podcast with behind the scenes photos. Like. It's a big deal. This is really different. Really different. What what the, different? It's really different. But we're gonna get straight into the episode. Finances, man. I'm gonna start off on my axe. What you know, in this time and in age, we see the big thing about designer, designer, and putting money into you know different things, clothes and sneakers, which I don't think is any problem, but I think it's all within moderation and all within it's right timing. Doge, what's your viewpoint? What's your life motto when it comes to finances and how you use your finances? Well, I'll say the first thing is you got to set your goals. So once you understand what your goals are, um, you know, whether that's, you know, if you want to get fly, you want to travel, you want to own a home, you know, you have to know what's important to you, right? And I'm big on like buckets, like in my budget, right? I have different buckets, whatever the case is. So in my every time I get paid, you know, everything has a buck. Every every dollar has a job. I sign it to, you know, to pretty much allocate it to 
a section of my life where I wanted to go, right? So if I want to travel, okay, okay, I want to go on trips, right? So I save however much per month or per week that I could afford. So whether that's $100, $200 every single week or every single month or whatever the case is. Like for me, I get paid every month. I get paid monthly. 12 times. So I have 12 different budgets for every single month. So within every month, you know, I have I have a vacation account. I have a, you know, uh, or, you know, clothes. I save for clothes or, you know, fitness, you know, save for books. Whatever it is that you want to, you know, spend on, you should allocate that and have either like an envelope or an account for it. So that way, if you do spend money on a luxury item, you know, you save for it and you did it properly. You didn't do it too quickly. Like a, like a, uh, like unplanned purchases are like the worst, right? Unplanned purchases, unplanned travel. You're not planning. You're just practically doing it. It's not It's not under control, right? So what, what are you trying to do in the future, right? You want to, you know, own a home. You know, do, do you know how much it really costs to own a home? Down payment, closing costs? And you over here frivolously just wasting your money mm. over time? That doesn't make sense. You know, it doesn't, you, you don't just save for the down payment in a year, two years. It takes, you know, some time. So being just having that habit of doing that. So if you're under control and you have those buckets, in due time, you'll get to your goal. You see what I'm saying? So now what's more important to you? You know, you may change certain things. You know, you may say, you know what? I don't need a clothes budget right now. I don't need a vacation budget because I have a certain goal I need to get in mind. You can leave the light item there. I have an Excel spreadsheet. I have the light item stays there, but it just says zero. <laughs> it just says zero because right now I'm focused on a particular goal. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Oh, whether it's paying off debt. How can you pay off debt and you buy a designer? It doesn't make sense. So a lot of people don't really do that. And also, I calculate net worth. You got, you know, you got to know what you, you got to be aware of what your net worth is. It seems that only rich people calculate the net worth. I feel like the average person should know what the net worth is. If you ask the average person what the net worth is, they probably can't tell you. They can tell how much money they have in the bank account, stuff like that. A holistic approach. What's your net worth? What's your DTI, debt to income ratio? You don't know that. People don't know that. People don't pay attention to that. So I think people have to pay attention to those type of things. Not just how much money you're making and stuff like that. Hopefully that answers your question. So you mentioned that's great knowledge right there. That's great information. You mentioned house. Chris, you have a house. So share with the people, like, what was your process and going about that? And financially, how did you go about planning for that? The the process was was something for me in, in my situation. I didn't plan on buying a house until this summer, right? But... I have great parents and I was always told to save my money and, and budget my money appropriately. Um, but again, even by doing that, I still wouldn't have been in a position to afford a house as quickly as I did if it wasn't for the job that Greg and I have, right? You know, we work uh, jobs as a recruiter um, where we get a base salary, but it's also, you know, commission based as well based on, you know, how well you're doing. So I had a good year last year, but I budgeted my money appropriately. Um, and in the fall, I saw my potential earnings and how much I was going to come into at the end of the year if I kept at the pace that I was going. Um, so for me, I really buckled down and, and got smart with my money in terms of, hey, I'm, I'm going to be getting this you know, bonus check. I'm going to put that away. Right. And, and that afforded me the ability to, to buy a house, you know, a summer or, you know, months early than I had originally planned. Um, the process was like like Doe said. This is something that 
you got to save for. It's not something that, you know, the bank wants the money when the bank wants the money. You know what I mean? It, it, there's no like, oh, you know, can we have some extra time? No, because if you if you go through that and, and you try to think like that, you're going to lose out on that house that you want to, you know, put the offering on. Because you got to understand you're, you're competing with other people that are ready to go, too. It's not just, you know, about you're the only person that's putting an offering on that house. You know, usually they take the best offer type of thing. Um, so you got to be, have your money ready to go and you got to be serious in the process and, and make sure that, you know, all your T's are crossed and your I's are dotted. So, um, you know, luckily God, God blessed us and, you know, we didn't have any other competing offers. Um, but it, it was a shock for me going through that process because I had to mature pretty quickly. And, and really when I wanted to go out to dinner, I can't do that right now. Right. My money's tied up. I know I got to pay, you know, um, the mortgage company that, that I'm working with, um, the, the loan company that I'm working with on this date. And I better have that money or else I'm losing out on this house. So I really had a budget appropriately. Um, and know, like Doge said, where every single dollar I was getting, where it was going, how much am I putting, how much am I able to put in my savings this month with all the bills that I have being taken out, right? I got a car payment too. I'm still paying rent in my apartment. Cause I'm not, I didn't close on the house yet. Um, I know I got to pay, you know, uh, for the inspection that I'm doing on the house coming up, you know, next month. So, uh, just making sure that you and, you know, whoever you're going through the process with, whether it be your partner, you know, a friend, or if it's just you alone, making sure that not only your money is accounted for and you know where it's going, um, but knowing where their money's going too, because again, one slip up will cause you to lose that whole process. Um, uh, they monitor everything once, once you're in the process and, and once they, you know, accept the offer, it takes about, you know, two to three months before you actually close on the home. Um, so that was scary, too, because, like, I, I couldn't use my credit card. I, I probably could, but my the um, realtor that I was working with was like, hey, no, no charges. Like, don't make any crazy purchases, unnecessary purchases. And that's where I really had to stay disciplined. And that was extremely hard for me. But it, it helps me now. Knowing that I did it for, for two to three months, it's like, all right, cool. I can go without eating out for two to three months. And, and that's that's what it was. You know, I was Lindsay and I were cooking and whatnot. Um you know, every, here, like we, we take money out of our account when we got paid, right? You know, take 30 bucks out for, for dinner if we wanted to go on a date night or something like that. But uh, it really allowed me to buckle down and, and, and stay disciplined and, and budget my money appropriately. Greg, talk to people. You are in the process. You know, you just got engaged and everything like that. So in your life, what is budgeting? What does finances look like too in your, in your importance? Like, I'm pretty sure... You and your fiance are talking about money and allocating money towards a wet and things of that nature. So for you, what does finances look like in your life? And I just try to save as much as possible, honestly. Like I, I just like every paycheck I get, half of that I'm not seeing. And I, I tell I joke around people all the time when I'm close to it. I always tell them, like, yo, like I don't buy myself anything. <laughs> like I, I'm and I say that I'm really, I really don't. Like I buy I buy other people's stuff. <laughs> nothing buy by myself nothing like i don't nothing. you know what i mean like every, if i splurge on something it's a, it's very rare it's a very rare occasion like you know what i'm saying like i was thinking like an apple watch for example my my girl has an extra, an extra apple watch at the house so i'm like all right cool when i come and see you I'm getting that yeah like same thing i was not buying a watch no. my wife bought it for me because she know i wasn't buying it yeah man it's i like, don't spend money at all on the, myself but bro yeah that's the thing too like i also don't like, it's it's not even about being cheap though it's not even like a no, cheap thing. It's, it's, smart. It's, it's smart. It's smart, but it's also like, yo, I'm willing to, I'm willing to buy myself something nice 
but I'm gonna plan for it months in advance. Like mm. those were saying, like if I give myself something nice, like I'm, I, had to, I just got a car. I'm planning for years, for years. I know I was gonna get a car, and I got the best deal possible. I could have got a nice, I could have got something nicer. I got something flashier, but I got the, I got the car with the right deal. My car is green, bro. I didn't want a green car, but it's a great deal. <laughs> so I'm like, yo, I'm not, nah. Don't just take it as that. Like, yo, the green, bro. It's, it's actually emerald, but that's a whole different discussion. Emerald, it's emerald, bro. Yo, yo, it's a whole different discussion. But no, in all seriousness, though, it's a great deal. I'm paying, I'm, like, I'm, I'm paying like sixty dollars more a month than I was for the sedan I had before that, and it's leased. Like I, I'm just trying to move as smart as possible because I don't want to tie myself up. And my goal, my end goal, and my girl will attest to this is to get is to put my money into something that, that can make me money. Yes, that's equity, right? So I'm not I don't want to get an apartment, right? I want to get a condo or you know, like that's what I want to do. So I'm trying to get like get like money bags over here and get that big bonus this year. Like that's my goal. Cause when I get that big bonus, that's where I'm headed with it. Like I'm trying mm-hmm. to get, I'm trying to put my money into something that's gonna give me equity. So when we live somewhere, you know, that's our end goal. So no, nah, bro. I try to move smart. I try to move smart. Um, I save every everything I can. Um, I always have money I can spend. I know how much I'm gonna be able to spend week to week, mm-hmm. but I also know how much I'm gonna save, and I really don't try to touch my savings. And I used to be bad with it, much better now than I was before. And I got a solid little base underneath me. So, um, God willing, that continues. I hit that big bonus that you know money bags got. Facts. Um, I, I definitely want to touch on that conversation too, though, and I'll let Doge talk on that yeah. after Miles goes about having money working for you mm. and what in your opinion are some avenues and some ways that people can have that passive income or have that income where i'm asleep but the money is being made and the money's working for you it's a beautiful thing miles you have a totally different perspective than everybody here you are a father how does finances look for you and how does finances also look for you when you have these discussions with your son because i know you have these discussions with your son and you try to teach them at a young age. So what does it look like for you in your life when it comes to finances and budgeting and saving? So for all these guys, they're, they're saving for different things. I'm saving for myself to move out and for the future, but I'm also saving up for my little guy. So let that build up. Because my, my dad's he's in, in finance, so he's always telling me, like, keep putting money in your Roth. And even at some point, start some some Roth for for your little guy too. So that's kind of where I'm at right now. I'm saving most of my money. It's it's tough to make big purchases, and if I'm gonna do one, I gotta plan ahead. And I mean, I like to buy sneakers, but I've kind of put that on on hold for now. So <laughs> there I, it is. There I'm it not, is. <laughs> I was waiting for it to come out. I was I wasn't gonna do it to you, but I, I want you to I want you to man up and say it. Now you go on a, you go on a sneakers out and you and you 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 go into the uh, what's it called the raffles and you win the raffles you bet at retail price right you're not paying you're not paying six hundred dollars for a pair of sneakers. Nah, right? he doing what Dope said. You know he put it he allocate the money towards the that's sneakers. That's, that's yeah. what he be doing. It's just you know it may seem like his is allocated more towards sneakers though. <laughs> <laughs> I had to check make sure he didn't have the ones on. Oh man. Yeah, he took the sneakers off at the bottom of it. But every time, y'all, hey, man, bench hey, mob, if we ever did like a full live show, y'all see his outfits be the most expensive on anybody on the show. Oh, my God. On, on mommies, bro. He might but go ahead. the name Money Bags. Go ahead. Crazy, <laughs> Smooth bro. operator, left handed. Go ahead. I mean, that's pretty much it. It's just a lot of saving at this point. So in the future, when I do move out, it's, it's not a struggle. I'm not struggling to pay for anything. And, 
at some point I want to get a new car. So saving up for that right now too. And just moving forward, like every year, just setting different goals and trying to, if I don't reach them, get close to it each year. And that's about it. All right. That's, that's, that's good. Um, so Doach, you, you go on, we're going to end off with you, you know, on this topic and you could close it off and, you know, I'll close the show off after that for this episode. This is episode 111 on all streaming platforms. Subscribe, rate us, review. It's on YouTube also, so check it out. Tell the people, inform the people, educate the people, because you be going on live, we'll be sharing them. Y'all need to follow him because he be it's a lot of knowledge he be sharing. What are some ways that people could have their money work for them? Well, before I answer that question, right, mm-hmm. there's a couple of things you need to have first. I feel like there's two things that's very, very, very important. Um, these guys talked about being recruiters, right? That's a skill. You need to have a skill, something that you can do anywhere. If you're moving anywhere in the country, if you locate, if you get laid off for a particular job, you can go get a, You can go get another one with this particular skill. Some people go to college not to pick up a skill just for sake of going to college, Okay. You should have an idea. Okay, I'm going to college. I'm going for this particular reason, or I think I'm going to use it for this particular reason. It's college not a, it's not a fun time. You don't just go to college just because other people go to college because it's expensive. You have to pay that back. We I just talked to you about net worth and DTI. That's going to lower your DTI and lower your. He talked about getting a house. DTI is going to determine which type of loan you're going to get, FHA or conventional. So. That makes or breaks the deal because right now FHA is kind of tough to do it. So now, because you went to school and you didn't get a particular job, your DTI is messed up. Now you can't get a crib. You see what I'm saying? So the biggest thing I feel is though you have to get a, a skill. Now, once you do have a skill, a lot of people they don't really not big on side hustles. You know what I'm saying? You, you can use your side hustles to make certain stuff. You know what I mean to make to to make ends meet or to reach your goals. You see what I'm saying? Now. Who are you around? Who are you hanging around? Okay, you guys are all friends. You guys seem all level-headed. A lot of times you have people around you. Who are your influences? Who are you talking to? You know, what books are you reading? You know, who you know, who, who are the top five people you talk to every day? If you would need to do a, a major purchase or a major thing, is there anybody in your network that you can go to? If the answer is no, then you need to really reevaluate your circle. You know, not to say mm. that you want to cut anybody off. You maybe want to spend a little less time with them and just focus on yourself. If you don't have nobody around that around you, I mean, like that, you may have to just distance yourself a little bit, and maybe you know, as time goes goes on, you're gonna to gravitate towards those type of people because, you know, you you're gonna you are what you attract. You know what I'm saying? So that's always gonna happen. Okay. So now, once you have all of these into place, now you have money. Now you have right people around you. People are gonna give you ideas. Just by talking to them, you know what I'm saying, and you're gonna just be enlightened by more things. You see what I'm saying? My man talked about the IRAs. That's a great way to make money while you're sleeping. You know, uh, also creating a business idea, creating a path, right? Creating a job, detailing it, having procedures, all that stuff, and then just hire somebody to do that. Cleaning services, Serv- a service business is very is very big. You know, so if you start with that. You set a blueprint and then you just hire people and you give people a job. That's what a, a real boss is. If you're not creating jobs for people, that you're not really a business. A business really creates jobs for other people. You have to be able to 
um, somebody has to be able to rely on you to feed their family. Wow. You see what I'm saying? If somebody's relying on you to feed their family, you're a boss. You're making money while you're sleeping. That's what a real boss is. So a lot of times people say they want to start a business, this and that. You ain't really start a business. You just create another job for yourself. Mm. You know, it's another job. A lot of people say that it's not a business. You get creating any of this and that, but it's just another job because you don't have any employees. Mm-hmm. You can't just walk out and just, oh, hey, I need you to do that's one of and you walk out and do something. That's not what happens. You know what I'm saying? So I feel as though that's the avenue. You have to hire people. You know, so that's free game right there. Great knowledge. As y'all saw, we had a little technical difficulties right there, but um. This is a lot of knowledge, a lot of good free knowledge, a lot of free game um, of us taking this podcast to another level and having these conversations that are needed, especially for us as men, especially for us as the black community, the minority community. We don't have these conversations all the time. Um, we don't have these conversations on finances with it, which is very important, very major and needed. But y'all know the vibes. If you stay ready, you don't got to get ready. But before we even close, I see CJ in the corner. He got something he want to add before we close out this episode. Yeah, I just want to go off of one of the points that, that Doge just made, talking about the people in your circle. And I think that's a point that we, we really got to hit on. Um, just because, like you said, we're all level-headed, right? But, like, all your friends may not be level-headed. All your friends may not be level-headed. All my friends ain't level-headed, right? But, like, I surround myself. Like, I... I like to think like I have some friends that are level headed and some that, you know, just aren't, but they're my boys. Cause you know, that's, mm-hmm. we, we've been through stuff together. Right. But what I do is I take, like, I always have one of my boys, his name is Noah. Like I, I look up to him, right. Because like he's super mature, he's younger than me and he's got, he got stuff together. So I take game from him and I share it with my boys who maybe aren't as level headed because it's stuff that I'm learning from. So I feel like even though we have people that like we look up to um, because they got their stuff together, right? There's someone that depends on us that may not have their stuff together. That may be one of our boys. So um, that's why it's super important for all of us to make sure that, you know, we, we take everything in our life seriously when it comes to finances, because at the end of the day, like you got to help your boys eat as well. And you got to make sure that they're on the right path. Because again, not everyone comes from a situation where, you know, they have parents that had their finances together and things like that. You know, everyone's, I got boys that are, you know, he's, he's trying to navigate his stuff himself. Like he put himself through college and like, isn't hella credit card debt. <laughs> and, but he, again, he's trying to learn and he's trying to bounce back and whatnot, but it, it's just sad at, at a young age like that, that you're already in that much debt. Because again, not everyone comes from a situation where they learn that growing up. Son, you said right there, that's key. And it's a life principle. I forget exactly how the saying goes, but it's something on the lines of, you know, you teach one, you reach one. Teach one, teach one. Yup. So I know a lot of times I'll be talking to Doach. I hit Doach up all the time asking financial stuff. And I, whoever want the knowledge, I share it with them. Whoever don't, it's cool. There's no no offense taken. Like you said, hey, maybe when I'm not cutting you off, but maybe I can't have as much conversation with you. The place where I'm trying to go financially mentally emotionally and spiritually if you're not going in that same path we can't have conversation and it's cool it's no offense taken this is just a part of adulting one-on-one you can't have everybody in your circle we out episode 111 peace
Peace. I didn't know that was going to be a separate episode. I